So we are mamish as we turn the page from Chesem and Aleph to Chesem and Beis. We actually started an interesting sugi yesterday. The sugi yesterday said as follows. Mamish, like, uh, very, very, very important that if a random guy invites you to his personal simcha, then there's a very good chance that you're showing up will cause him to be azalumayda. And therefore, it is usher to go to the simcha. The Gemara <coughs> even darshan the Pasik that this is not your general lifne idehen dikigzeira that we've been talking about for the first seven blood of the Masechta. This is a new din. This is a Pasik in the Torah of a that he will call out to you and you'll eat from his his zevach, his, his barbecue, his feast, and you'll be over on the lava of a karos chavachalt mezivchay. We had a machlekes rishayim, which turned into a machlekes apaisik mamish, as as evenly divided as you can get. Shachantaz, machlekes shachantaz. The taz says this is a regular iser deraisa. The shach says no, it's only an iser drabbanon, like we discussed last night. Obviously, if it's a drabbanon, you have much more leeway and flexibility to be makil to cut corners versus if it's a derisa, it's pretty, pretty stiff. It's pretty inviolate. Anyway, so that was what we started last night. So the Gemara then pivoted and turned to Ahmed Beis and it said, Hilkoch, call Talasin Yoimin for 30 days after the party. Bain Omalei Machmas Hilula, Bain Lei Omalei Machmas Hilula. Whether or not when he invited you, he stipulated, he specified that this is because of the party. This is because of the party. Or even if he doesn't say, you know, come to my house, I want to have an after party. I'm, so, I'm still on a high, I'm still on cloud nine. Even if he doesn't stipulate that, it's Osr. It's Osr. We pointed out from here that this is a 30-day no money back guarantee. This is a 30-day guarantee, like Isser, which is something unheard of by Lufnei Day. And we never talked about a 30-day Isser Lufnei Day. We're talking about three, perhaps three after, but now we're talking 30 days after. So this was our like our proof that it's a serious, serious Isser. Continues the Gemara. After 30 days, then already it depends on his intent. If he tells you it's because of the event, the wedding, the party, the event, then it's awesome. And if he doesn't tell you it's because of the event, then it is shari. Okay. So then we. Huh? That, that after 30 days, it still could be awesome. And okay, this new iser that if he says, you know, I made a wedding two months ago for my kid, and like I was so happy to marry off a son, you know, we didn't spend time at the simcha together with so many guests. I want to spend more time with you celebrating, kaying it over, chewing it over. Want to come to my house two months later for a simcha? How long does that afterglow last? Until when does that last? Amr Papa Ad Shresa Yarchi For one year. 
that for one year after making a sim, if he says, I'd like you to come over and I want to redo the Isser, the, the Simcha, it is still Asr. So we have already two and a half parameters. We have 30 days no matter what. And after 30 days, up until a year, if it is specified. How about before? Umei Karmei How about the pre-party? How about the vart? How long is how long before the actual party is it aser? Amar Rav Papa Mishmei Derava Michirami Sara Beistini Beisinti. When you put the barley in the asinti in the pot, Rashi has two pshat. One pshat is is when you start putting the barley in the still to make beer. That, that, you know, for Ashtetzach, you're going to have a homemade microbrew at the chasana. When the person is that serious about preparing for the wedding, that he's already making the beer, then his mind is focused on the wedding, and therefore any party, any celebration he has, is going to be with the upcoming party in mind. Vaharai, he started making the beer. Taisus doesn't like this chat. Taisus says, we don't find in Talmudic times that they made beer from barley. So that is probably not what they were planting barley for. That's what Tesis says. Tesis is not absolutely saying that. There are times that the Gemara does mention barley beer. But Tesis is right. Most times they did make beer from honey or dates. Rashi says the second shot is that what they used to do at a wedding is they would plant barley. Barley grows very quickly, as you know from the Eimer. Barley grows very quickly. And then they plant barley, and then at the wedding, they present the chasankala with a flower pot with barley, and they say, you should pruvu as quickly as barley. And that's where the minute to throw rice at weddings does come from. So, so says... Barley. Huh? You should throw barley. You should tell them. <laughs> um, so, so says the Gemara, that's when it's also to celebrate with the guy, when he started planting the barley. But the point is the same. The point is... The point is, when you start making preparations, it's on your mind. Uh, not that this has anything to do with anything, but I remember hearing a Shaila. Um, you know, a person's allowed to use Meiser to support a, uh, you know, a kid in Kailo. So someone asked Rabbi Yashiv, theoretically, guy gets married. He, he's a frishy young man. He has Meiser money. He has a little baby girl. He's married for a year and a half, and he has like a little baby girl. Could from then on, he put away his money, all of his miser, for the future costs that it's going to cost him. Especially guy, it's like he has four girls. It's like holy cow, I'm dead. So he could could he start putting away? Could he start putting away? Could he start, the present company excluded? Could, could he start putting? When can you start calling it miser? Am I allowed to use my personal miser for my future Adam? At what point the Master of Yashiv said, as soon as you start making other plans for the Hasana, which means if you also have like a, a real savings account for the real Hasana, if you like make other preparations, then you can use your miser. If the only preparation you're making for the Hasana is cheating the Maistus out of your miser and saving your miser from the Hasana, then that's a little premature. So, you know, like this Gemara reminded me of that just now when I was reading this Gemara. Anyway, says the Gemara, 
So if we would have to put parameters on this Isser, the Isser of going to a Suda that your Goyish friend invites you to around a family simcha because it will lead to Azal Maidah and it may even approach the Isser Dairaisa of Karazal Chavachalt Mizibchai. When is the beginning date and when is the end date? So the start date is when the barley is planted and the end date for no stipulation is a month and the end date for a stipulation is a year. Which would be mashma that after a year there's nothing to talk about. Says the Gemara, and after 12 months, a year, it becomes mutter. Went to this guy's house, more than a year after the guy made a simcha. And he heard the guy muttering under his breath. Praises to his Lord in the, in the appreciation that Reb Yitzchak Breder was at his house celebrating his personal simcha with him. And at that point, Reb Yitzchak Breder realized that this may be Zivchei Mesim, like we discussed yesterday. This may be a violation of a cross of Chalchaldami Zivchei. And he stopped eating. So you see, it's even after a year, so your time is wrong. Shani Reb Yitzchak Breder Misharshia the Adam Chashevu answers the Gemara. Reb Yitzchak Breder Misharshia was an Adam Chashev. Therefore, it's longer than a year. What does that mean? Rashi says the Adam Chashevu v'samech mimenu evekechavim ma'ayid, and due to having this extremely distinguished guest extremely distinguished guest, the guy was more happy and more apt to be made leleka. So Rashi is Why learning... Why make a difference one day, one year, or ten years? Because, because the assumption of the Gemara that put a cap at a year is that, is that no one can really get pumped for something more than a year old. And therefore, he's not really going to thank his God. If he does thank his God, it's not real. It's not shy to get excited about something a year ago. It's, it's you know, like... No, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm asking the question from a different angle. That the fact that Yitzhak Bredurab was coming, saying he was just happy, he, was, he, was, he praised his God that he was coming. Yeah, and no, because it was associated with the Simcha that, that since he was such a super guest, then he, he correlated it, he, he, he like attached it to the simcha, and, and it had extreme significance. That's how Rashi learns. There's another way to learn, and we have this also in many Gemaras, that a person who is a chashev person has a higher standard of chumrah for himself, and is neheg iser even when he wouldn't have to otherwise. So that would be another way to read this Gemara. That would be another way to read this Gemara. The Taz says, how do you know to read the Gemara the way Rashi did and not the standard way? Which means, makes a big difference. Standard way to read it is, now this din is 100% mutter. If you are a particular machmer, you're a super chassid, then you could be machmer yourself. Or, the way Rashi is learning, you know, this is a real din. 
if you are very distinguished and it's going to cause them to be minded, then it is usr. It's not a midas chasidus, it is an isr. When do you read it one way? When do you read it the other way? So the Taz says, it depends how the Gemara says it. If the Gemara says, Shani, Reb so-and-so, Da'adam Chashavu, if the Gemara labels the person and Adam Chashav, then it's like our Gemara. Then it's also for everyone because this person is an Adam Chashav. If the Gemara just says the generic term, Adam Chashav Shani, then the Gemara is saying, yeah, you can have a higher standard of Chumrah on yourself. But that's, that's two ways to read this Gemara, and that's how, that's how Rashi reads the Gemara. What's the Gemara saying? That, let's say, after 12 months, even if the guy said it's for the wedding, he would have been allowed to go. He goes to the Heter, and he hears them, he hears them, he says his God. Does that all of a sudden make it also for Kavita? He had a Heter to go. So that's yeah. possible yeah. now for everybody? Yeah, if that, if, if that, if you learn like Rashi, yes. The, the, now that you brought up, I wasn't going to bring it up. The Rif, Ran, and Rush don't pass in this Gemara. The Rif, Rush, and Rambam don't pass in this Gemara. Because they say, like, no, there's no issue here. He was, he was a super firm person. He was, they don't learn like Rashi. Let's not take it out of this context. Anything. If you're playing a baseball game, the guy is mother of God. You have to leave that now. It's like a... No, well, that's not a Dinsuda. No, I'm saying, I'm saying like... Uh, right, so, so, no, so, right. Away. If you're going to make the guy's <coughs> God that you're there, you have to... You're, you're so if you'd learn like Rashi, yes, it's a massive nafkamina. The Taz passed like Rashi. If you learn like the other Rishayim, then no, he was doing something super pious and has nothing to do with me and you. I mean, that happens all the time. The guys, you know, they hit a home run and they look at their gut they kiss their necklace. I'm right. all, yeah. Because it wouldn't even been a dinner in in Adam Like a regular person, forget Adam Chashev. You hear the guy next to you with Moda, so then you have this child. It doesn't matter if you're Adam Chashev or not. Right, right, right. Well, then, the, then you're not party to it. It's not because he invited you. Meaning, until now, like there was a certain chashivas in the in the guest list of the Suda. The, the, at, at that point, it's he's not being Azul Maida because of you. You're not a participant in the Azul Maida. Okay, says this next Gemara, fascinating Gemara. The Karatsim. It's a new halacha Karatsim. My Karatsim. What's this? What's this Yontif Karatsim? Amr Yehuda Amr Shmuel Yoyim Shetafsa by Rami Malchus. It is the day Rome ascended to the throne. Says the Gemara, not true. There's a Brisa that talks about the day Rome ascended to the throne. As a different day than Karatzim. Aiva Tanya Karatzim Vyoyim Shetafsa Boy Roymi Malchus. You're wrong. Yes, there is a significant holiday of when Rome was Rome was Tefis Malchus. And that's a different day than Karatzim. So what's Karatzim? Says the Gemara Omar Reb Yosef Shtei Tfisais Tafsa Romi. Rome had two stages in which it ascended to world domination. Achas, Bime, Cleopatra, Malkise, one in the days of Cleopatra, Va'achashatofsa Bime, Yevonim, and one that they captured in the days of the Greeks. So, I apologize. I'm not citing Wikipedia as a riot to the Gemara. But Amal, 
Amal, you have to like try to figure out, and like this for people that are, you know, know a lot more than me that do this for a profession, how to shtim chazal with the Gaisha version of history that's out there. You know, they did have historians. They're subject to lying. But, you know, there's a, there's a version out there. And then, you know, then when we have something in our, in our Chazal, which is 100% MS, we have to sometimes shvitz to, to shtim the two. No shvitz necessary. It's mamish, mamish, like, it's in the Gemara. The Gemara here says that Rome sees power in two stages, one in the days of the Yuvanim and one in the days of Cleopatra. So I went to my neighbor's house who has the internet, and, and I, I searched, I searched, I, um, I, uh, I typed in like this, um, Cleopatra. I didn't get the spelling right. I, and this is, this, is what, this is what Wikipedia says. They told me to look. This is what Wikipedia says. She was the last queen of the Ptolemaic dynasty, she lived in 51 to 30 BCE. So my, my guys were looking at my Gemara today. They said, like, you wrote that backwards. You're a kid. I said, no, no, it's BCE. He was no, no. Then you mean 15 to 30? No, 51 to 30. You count backwards. The first year BCE is one. The year before that is two. But took them off, but for us. 51 to 30 BCE. She's a descendant of Ptolemy I who was a partner of Alexander the Great. So Cleopatra is an oracle of, of Alexander the Great. After her death, Egypt became a province of the Roman Empire. So, so there's no need over here to stim the Gemara with, with the common perception. Cleopatra was the last monarch of... of the Roman of the Greek Empire of the of the yeah the Greek Empire. So that's what our Gemara means over here. Yes, there was a seizing of power by Rome in the days of Cleopatra. That is when that is when the Greeks finally fell, but it started in the days of the Yavanim. As we know, that the Greeks who were the same people as the Yavanim, who were the same people who fought us, the Jews, and this is in history, scored a major victory of one battle in the days of Hanukkah. So the, the Greek Empire was in, invincible in the days of Alexander the Great. The first cracks in the armor happened in the days of the Hashemunayim, like 200 years before this, and the final straw of the Greek Empire broke in the days of Cleopatra, and that's when Rome took over. And that's like the basic sketch, the basic version of the history over here. So says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. There are two, there are two, two times Rome came to victory. Achas bimei Cleopatra Malkasa, v'achas shetavsi bimei Yavana. What's happened? The Chiyasur of Dimi Omar... When Avdimi came, he said as follows. Talos and Vitrain Karbi, 32 wars of the Yavanoi. The Romans fought against the Greeks. And the Romans were never successful in defeating the Greeks. 
until they formed an alliance with the Jews. The Romans started fighting with the, with the Greeks and were unsuccessful until they formed an alliance with the Jews. And when they, with the partnership with the Jews, finally defeated the Romans in the day of Cleopatra. So by the way, that was the answer to the Bryce. But yes, there's two days. There's Yoim Shatavs of Aremi Malchus and there's Yoim and there's Kratzim. One is the first time the Romans started winning, when the Greeks started losing. One is the final time. So there are two days. So when they finally seized power with the alliance of the Jews, they made the following deal. If we have the king position, then you have the ministerial positions. If you have the king position, we have the ministerial positions. So when the Jews, Bishutvis of the Romans, defeated the Greeks, so they both won. So they both were entitled to world domination. But they had the following agreement. Azavi Bennett and uh, and Lapid just had. You know, you'll be prime minister for two years, and I'll be foreign minister, and then we'll switch. I'll be prime minister, you'll be foreign minister. So the same the same agreement. Bennett is the year and Lapid. So so they had the following agreement: If you're the boss, we're second in command. If we're the boss, you're second in command. Why? Why couldn't they share this? Because they were both aware of the pasuk that we lay in. That, that the two nations, us and Asa, Yaakov and Asa, are like a seesaw. A seesaw, unless you have like equal guys, a seesaw is never like in the middle. A seesaw is always like this, and when then he goes down, he goes up. And that is the relationship that Asa and Yaakov always have one has to be superior and one has to be inferior. It can't be equal. And they were aware of this. So they said, now that we're both in power, we're going to have a power-sharing agreement, the only way this could work is if we do it this way. But not, not, co, not co-prime ministers. Okay. So now, the Jews, the Romans, together, how are we going to deal with the Greeks? So they sent them the following message. The Romans sent to the Greeks. Until now, we, we talk to each other with war. Let us now negotiate with logic rather than with war. And let me tell you what we should do. Margolis if a person has a pearl and a precious stone, what is the setting and what is the crown? Right? So you have a ring, and like there's a, there's a stone that's on bottom, and then you put the, the crown jewel on top. So if you have a pearl and a precious stone. What's going to be the setting, the base? And what's going to be the, the jewel? What is going to be the base for the other one? The, the Greeks answer, well, obviously, 
the pearl should serve as the setting for the precious stone. Okay. Even teva ve'enich, if you have a precious stone and a diamond, ezimim yasabasis l'chaveray, which one is going to be the base for its friend? Even teva le'enich. The precious stone is going to be the base for the diamond. Enich v'sefer teira, if you have a diamond and a sefer teira, ezimim yasabasis l'chaveray, which one is going to be the base for its friend? Shachlu. So the Avad Sefer Torah. Shachlu Imkain Anan Sefer Torah Gabon. We have the Sefer Torah with us. The Israel Bahadan and the Jews are with us. You are our base, and we are the crown jewel. So the Marsha, Marsha is Masber. This Marshal. What's going on over here? Pearl, precious stone, diamond, sefer Torah. So the Pasuk and Daniel famously tells us, and we know this, that there are four, four malchias, four empires that are going to have world domination. And they are Bavel, Bavel, Paras, Yavan, Rome. And that's what's going on over here. Bavel is the, is the pearl, which became the base for Paras, which is the precious stone, which became the base for, for Yavan, which is the diamond, which became the base for Rome, which is the Sefer Torah, because they were aligned with the Jews. So the Romans finally made a logical appeal to the Greeks, and it seemed that the Greeks conceded this was after defeating them in battle, so it wasn't like such a uh, intense negotiation, and and there was a power sharing agreement between the Romans and the Jews around you know before the turn of year zero, and it seemed to me that there was a an agreement between the Jews and the Romans. Now, if you want to know why this didn't last, the Gemara is going to continue. This lasted for twenty six years and then it fell apart. We'll continue there tomorrow night.